section 41 of stories and pictures this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by linda marie nielsen bellevue washington stories and pictures by i l Peretz, translated by helena frank section 41 travel pictures the informer if tomashef had a lamed wolflink it had an informer too this also was told me by the primary school teacher neither is it long since he only i don't know how it should be expressed departed died was taken perhaps you think an ordinary informer in the usual sense of the word he saw a false weight an unequal balance and went and told heaven forbid not at all it was all blackmail all frightening people into paying him not to tell see there he goes he runs he drives he writes he sends and he sucked the marrow from the bones and he was badly used himself continued the teacher i remember when yurchum first brought him here a fine young man only yurchum promised dowry and board and hadn't enough for a meal for himself and yurchum had been badly used too his brother getzel a rich miser as ever was he had the most to answer for it is a tale of two brothers one clever and good the other foolish and bad the good clever one poor and the bad fool a rich man of course the rich brother would do nothing for the poor one well so long as it was only a question of food yurchum said nothing but when his daughter grun had come to be an overgrown girl of nineteen or twenty yurchum made a commotion the town and the rabbi took the matter up and getzil handed over a written promise that he would give so and so much to be paid out a year after her marriage not any sooner the couple might change their minds yurchum would spend the money and there would be the whole thing over again he getzil wished to defer the payment until the end of three years but they succeeded in getting him to promise to pay it in one year when the time came getzil said not a penny anyhow according to their law the paper isn't worth a farthing and meanwhile it became impossible to settle it within the community the old rabbi had died the new rabbi wouldn't interfere he was afraid of the crown rabbi lest he send it up to the regular courts and there it ended getzel wouldn't give a kopeck 
yurchum disappeared either on the way to a good jew or else he went begging through the country and vinshi remained with groon truly the ways of the most high are past finding out it seems ridiculous he was a lad and she was a girl but it was all upside down the woman an engine a cossack and the husband a misery a bag of bones and what do you think she took him in hand and made a man of him she was always setting him on getzel he was to prevent the congregation from taking out the scrolls until the matter was settled prevent getzel from being called up to the law it made as much impression as throwing a pea at a wall getzel cuffed him and after that the young fellow was ashamed to appear in the house of study once just before passover when all devices had failed groon again drove benshi to his uncle and drove him with a broom benshi went again and again the uncle turned him out i tell you it was a thing to happen my second wife to be had just been divorced from her first husband and she was groon's lodger and she saw benshi come home with her own eyes he was more dead than alive and shook as if he had the fever and my good woman was experienced in that sort of thing she had been the matron of the herdish before it was burnt down and she saw that something serious had happened it was just about the time when groon was to come home she sold rolls from the market and she would have knocked him down and my good wife advised him out of compassion to lie down and rest on the stove and he poor man was like a dummy tell him to do a thing and he did it he got up on the stove groon came home my good woman said nothing benshi lay and slept or pretended to sleep on the stove and perhaps he was not quite clear in his head because when getzel was turning him out of the house he cried out that he would tell where they had hidden getzel's son and if he had been clear in the head he would not have said a thing like that however that may be the words made a great impression on getzel's wife may my enemies know of their life what benshi knew of the whereabouts of jonah getzel's but there a woman a mother an only son so what do you think she had a grocery shop got a porter and a bag of passover flour and had it carried after her to goon she goes in such a pity my wife isn't here she was an eyewitness of it 
and when she tells the story it is enough to make you split with laughter she goes in leaves the porter outside the room good morning groon groon makes no reply and getzel's wife begins to get frightened where she asks is benshi the black here knows answers groon and turns to the fireplace where she goes on skimming the soup he must have gone to inform she thinks she calls in the porter the sack of meal is put down groon does not see or pretends she doesn't devil knows which getzel's wife begins to flush and tremble Gunshi, we are relatives one blood call him back why should he destroy himself and my soul with him then only groon turned around she was no fool and soon took in the situation she got a few more roubles out of them and made believe to go after benshi it was soon rumored in the town that benshi was an informer and groon was glad of it she kept benshi on the stove and bullied and drew blood at every householder's where there was anything wrong at any rate she was the informer first she and then he himself in his misery he took to drink hung about at night in the public houses threatened to inform all on his own account he never gave groon a penny and spent all he had in dissipation it was sad a man like that to end so what happened he burnt up his inside with drink first he went mad and ran about in the streets or lay out somewhere for weeks under a hedge but home to groon not for any money even when he was quite a wreck ten men couldn't get him back into his house he fought and bit he had to be brought into the house of study the headdish was no longer in existence and there he died they tried to save him called in a specialist recited psalms the lamed wolfnik too certainly well a man with no inside what could you expect end of section 41 recording by linda marie nielsen bellevue washington